Open up your ears and open up your mind They'll reach into your throat and pull out your spine And when the sun blows up and the earth is gone They'll still experience grind with Kyle and Sean Fire Mountain We did out cold, didn't we? Uh, I think so I believe we did I'm pretty sure we did Because I watched it recently Did we do it for Stoner Movie September? I think so. Possibly. Possibly. That sounds familiar. Familiar? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Well, (laughs) that's good. That's good. (coughs) Excuse me. (laughs) I got a touch of the coughs. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. It's It's one of my favorite bits in, what is that, Zoolander? But he goes, I caught the black lung pop. Eh, eh. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I don't think I haven't seen that movie since it came out, and I don't. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. And all I got out of that was really bad, like Stuart va- uh, Stewie um, vibes from Mad TV to give we, a little bit of flashback to last week. I was gonna say we talked about Mad TV recently, didn't we? Yeah, literally last week. There's <laughs> poop in the pool. Everything blurs together. No, it's when he goes to work and with his dad back in West Virginia in the coal mine. And he he doesn't even do anything, but he just like smears some coal under his eyes and he says, I got the black lung pop, and he does this weak little cough. Oh my totally god. Totally irrelevant to anything we would talk about today. But there, there is not a single point in this episode where we would possibly be talking about Zoolander. No, not, not at nothing one. even related. Not at not at any point, no. What were we talking about? Um, Coming I don't into know. it, honestly, the gay either. man from Out Cold. <laughs> oh <know>. yeah, <laughs> David Denman. David Denman. Denman. <laughs> Who I said I will always know as Roy from The Office. Yeah, I don't have that uh, that that attachment to the show. You like that show way more than I do. So does everybody mm. else. Not everybody else, but a lot of it's. That's the thing, and that's like the perfect example of what I always say, man, is that like, I I came to this realization very early on when I started making music, and that's that not everybody's going to like what you make. That's okay. Even your friends, man, they can be your best friends. They might not like your music. That's cool, dude. Not everybody likes everything. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. I, I don't not like The Office, but you know what I actually probably will like a lot more? What, buddy? The Office reboot. Let's go. Oh, no. God. Oh. As soon as <laughs> I said what, I knew that's what was coming. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I like The Office. I'm just trolling. <laughs> it's the worst, man. Like, I can't help but troll. I don't care. I don't care if it's you. I don't care if it's Mitch. Anybody, anybody in my life, you are not safe from being trolled. I trolled Sarah the other night, and it it made me feel a little guilty. And then once the guilt washed away, I laughed, and I laughed, yeah. and I laughed. And then she laughed, probably because I was <laughs> laughing like a madman, and it was uncomfortable. I've, I've heard that <laughs> laugh from you. <laughs> it is on the cusp of unhinged. Yeah. Dude, I love it when it's just, you can just unhinge, bruh. Unhinged. What if you could unhinge your jaw? Um, like a I snake? I bet you I could make a lot of money if I could unhinge <laughs> my jaw. 
<laughs> that's true. <laughs> I'm not that's saying true. what I'd be making money in, but I think people can use your imagination. And I love how- yes, it's fitting the most hot dogs into my mouth as humanly possible. That's basically like a snake lives by literally deep throating everything it eats and nobody ever makes fun of them for it. And I'm tired of it. I've literally never heard somebody call a snake gay. Well, I mean, <laughs> you don't have to be exclusively gay to deep throat. I mean, that's true. I've, I've seen enough evidence of that. My friend, <laughs> not, not personally, just, uh, you know, uh, on the internet. <laughs> I, I mean, and, and Hey, Hey, I, that's not even a, like, I'm not saying that's bad. Like, cool. Man, you think if you went on, like, an African safari and you saw, like, something get eaten, would you be stoked or would you feel, like, bad? I wouldn't feel bad. I just wouldn't want to see it. Like, I do not care if I see something kill another thing and eat it. Don't. Like, if I know that happens, I don't care. I just don't want to see it. Like, I don't want to see something get shredded. I'm not a hunter. I'm not going to pretend to be a hunter. I will never hunt. If I have to, yeah, I can kill something. I've done it. And I'll, right. and it will be me doing this. Like, I will attach a rock to a stick and be the guy doing this. <laughs> Just looking away and wildly swinging, knowing it's there. Eventually, I'm going to hear a crunch and a I'll splat. look at it. I'll tear it apart and we're good. I'll eat what I... Did you know that if you uh, eat, like, exclusively rabbit you will eventually starve because they're like calorie deficient. Really? Yeah. If you survive, if you try to survive only on a diet of rabbits, like in the wild, you will literally starve to death because they don't have enough stuff in them. You're telling me people can be out there eating sticks, branches, and grass and live longer than somebody eating a rabbit? Like you got to eat that stuff too. Like, if you're just catching rabbit and you're just eating rabbit, like, every day, it's going to catch up to you. I'm just saying. Vegans are technically better than people who only eat rabbit. Well, they Mm -hmm. sure think so. (laughs) You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to my local uh, Mexican cuisine place, Coyote Flaco, and order the the rabbit burrito and then complain that I didn't get enough nutrients. I'm suing y'all. <laughs> this wasn't you, even a meal, and I paid forty dollars for it. I'm gonna have die. You ever, uh, met uh, an actual vegan? Yes, all yeah. the time. And I'm I sure. Work yeah, all the time. I bet. You see, I'm sure. Like, I feel in the '90s, vegetarian was the popular one, but now, like, I hardly ever meet vegetarians. It's always vegans. People are just full hog. Well, I'll tell you, and and Dave from Beer Me a Movie can say this about me. Uh, people are very much so people of extremes. <clears throat> For um, sure, I'll I'll agree with you there. Vegetarians are it, it's not even an extreme anymore. It's you know it's that middling ground. So it's I feel like a lot of people, if they're vegetarian, they're like, well, I'm already this. I might as well be vegan as well. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, yep. why? I, I just can't get over this eating cheese thing. Drinking milk. Like, who even drinks regular milk anymore? Like, I drink regular milk, but I know next to nobody that doesn't drink oat milk or 
fucking nobody soy drinks milk. soy anymore because uh, very few yeah shrinks your balls or something. Almond uh, milk's big. Yeah, I do almond milk. I'll be honest. But yeah, I mean, I don't mind oat milk. I don't mind almond milk, but I ain't putting that in my cereal. <laughs> That's what I do with my cereal, and it's I like it. You put almond milk in your cereal? Mm-hmm. I get plain almond milk too, so it's not like flavored. Like a lot of people get the vanilla, I think, and I'm not down with that. But with why? Just, just I mean, I can't really tell the difference to be honest with you, dog. I'm not even exaggerating. The, at least the almond milk I get, I it's on par. Is with it like fresh milked almonds? I guess so, man. I really organically the, raised. <laughs> that's the bad thing about like I try. I got to push that to the back of my head because I know that it's. It's actually like really horribly energy efficient, the process of making almond milk. And like overall, it's not good and not super sustainable, but I'm like, ah, it's good. And I like it better than cow milk. Hey, more power to you, man. It's not. That's probably uh, why you got a nice beard. Like I should probably yeah. dry just try just drinking that and see if I grow any whiskers. That's it. That's it's a recent development. It's only again much like I feel like the vegan fiasco. My almond milk switch has only been really since I've moved out here. Essentially, are you saying North Carolina changed you? Oh yeah. I mean, I'd say for the better in almost always. Except I'm way more cynical now. But I don't think that has anything to do with North Carolina per se. That has. Yeah, I was about to say <laughs> that is just like the natural progression of your own trajectory. Oh man. I'm so going to be the, the get off my lawn old t- old man type. That's awesome. Just, I'm here for that. I would really appreciate if you do get there to at least be new age enough to record it and just make it a YouTube series. Sure. Oh, okay. I was going to almost everything is recorded now. Anyways, I remember that used to be weird to me about like England, how they had like literally in like the 90s, there was cameras everywhere in the UK. And now, like, it's weird. Everybody in America has fucking security cameras in their house now. Yeah. Everybody. We were just at an Airbnb that had a camera in the bedroom. Oof. And I was not cool with that. I would not have been. Actually, I don't really care. But it was really weird to be with another person and just not... Like, how do you broach that? Like, hey... How do you feel about that camera right there and That's the seven weird, yeah. others in this four room Airbnb? Like, I don't know. That's why everybody's I've never been an Airbnb guy. I I'll be honest with you. I don't think I have ever actually ever stayed in an Airbnb ever, ever in my life. Huh? Never been into it uh, because of shit like that. And the fact that it, I don't know. The anonymity of a hotel room allows me to relax freely. Airbnb, I just, I know I'm in somebody else's house and I don't ever let the guard down fully. Mm. But like in a hotel room, I don't give a shit. Like I'm an anonymous face in a giant anonymous building. I don't, who cares? I'm just going to fucking relax. But yeah. It's I nobody's. feel like a trafficked human being. Well, <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe I just find that comforting. knowing that Liam Neeson is coming for oh my god I learned a crazy Liam Neeson fact this week Sean hit me with it dog no joke no exaggeration 
<clears throat> apparently Liam Neeson just like freely pisses his pants. What? Yeah. He will just, when he has to piss, Liam Neeson will just piss his pants. Doesn't hold Why? it. I do not know, dude. I that do is, not fucking know. Okay, that is the most elitist bullshit I've ever heard. It's really weird, because Sean, he'll do it in public, and there are thousands of pictures on the internet of people talking to Liam Neeson in public, and he's just got pissed pants. It's the fucking weirdest thing, dude. I'm not making it up. There's fucking just, evidence. And they're just standing there as he smells like urine. Dude. What? Why? I don't this know. This man's a, an action star? This man is one of the most popular Star Wars characters of all time. I don't know if I, all I time. I don't know. I don't like it. Not Are you fan. looking at it? No. Okay, don't. No, it's crazy. We're at a, a ping pong game. <laughs> oh, <laughs> ping pong. Yeah, <laughs> I never got into ping pong either. Yeah, I'm not into it. It just made me a lot of money this week. <laughs> oh, oh, you you gambled on it? Yeah, you did do a lot of that. All right, how much are you out on top right now? Over three hundred. <laughs> All right, and you yeah, started yeah. with what? Ten bucks. Ten bucks into three hundred. That's a. Uh, I don't know the return. 3,000%? That's yeah. probably wrong. But I'm, I'm doing like a lot of uh, research on it, and I've just been doing a lot of following of games and tracking certain players to see how they perform. Uh, because, man, some of these players, they play like for like 18 hours straight. It's just game after game after game. And there's certain people now. I, dude, I got very excited when I learned... When I just, the first day when I turned $10 into like 130, I was like, man, this is great because I know nobody. I have no allegiances. I'm just going straight for betting heavy on the favorite. What I did was I went all in on the favorite, all in on the favorite, all in on the favorite. And I just kept running it back, running it back, running it back, right? And I think I just got a really good lucky streak of making it all the way there. But I didn't recognize anybody. I had no allegiances to anybody. And now... I hop on and I recognize everybody's name and I'm like, oh, fucking Carol, you screwed me over those last couple of times. You were a favorite. And it's like, <laughs> you son of a bitch. So when you texted me about this, you said tennis, but you just now said I swapped ping between pong. both. Oh, okay. So it is both though. It's tennis and table tennis. Yeah. Yeah. So I do tennis during the day and ping pong at night. Ah, okay. Is, uh, now and I'm, I promise even to listeners, this is not, Implied to be racist, just what I know from the small window of the internet. Are more of the ping pong players Asian, would you say? Um, I, I have no idea. No, I know you can't tell from name? They, or it doesn't uh, tell you like where they're playing from, like a flag or anything? No, it doesn't give me a flag or anything. Huh. We've okay. got um, a lot of Czech. There's a lot of Czech. Mateusu, uh, Sizaiman. Um, I think a lot of Czech... And Middle European uh, okay. players, just I could see judging that by names. Um, but it's it's fascinating the difference between the two because I've actually really slowed down and only play sure bets now. But I'm like, dude, I'm so fascinated because tennis is more of a almost a sure 
not a surefire, but it feels 80% in favorites, you know, going on favorites. Whereas table tennis is so volatile. Like you have to track points and the odds change with every single hit. Someone could be a favorite and then an underdog literally the next hit. So you have to play their, almost like their curve. And you can see when somebody's starting to get momentum because all I'm doing is watching numbers. Dude, it's it's been so fascinating and a lot of fun to just sit back and just study numbers. And now that I stopped geeking out about this, but uh, yeah, I want to get really good at this. <laughs> I was going to say you should. we should do a Sean's betting class every week. That sounds awful, and I don't <laughs> want to be responsible for somebody getting a gambling addiction. Yeah, man. It's like, all, I already... Yeah, because it's your fault, Sean. I would be, uh, I would be helping that along. Like I talked to Dave a lot about this from again, beer me a movie, because we talk about like football bets and stuff. Um, But yeah, I was chatting with him earlier today that I'm right on my Kindle Scribe. I have a whole chart of bets that I have and like the breakdowns of every match and how everybody performed. And I was like, man, I started when I went up a lot, I started making very bad bets, like impulse bets. And I think that's like the first if you can catch yourself doing that, that's huge. So you first off, don't immediately lose 150 <laughs> yeah. bucks like I did. Uh, don't do that. No. And then have to overcommit to almost a 90 percent surefire bet like I did earlier. Eighty dollars to win 144, you know, like one of those. Um but it's just, it's, it's the ADHD of my brain of I have to become the best at this. Sure. At least the sure. best person I know at this. And I'm yeah. just, I'm in love. I'm in love with this, <laughs> which is terrible. Shouldn't be in love with betting, but I am in love with the idea and the numbers and the tracking. Sure. I was going to say, it's a, it's Rain Man-esque. Yeah. Not yeah. an insult. Could be no, seen as I don't one. Not an that insult. <laughs> But it's a, it's a, I can definitely see how it would pull you in. Uh, to a degree, I, I briefly got very enraptured with, uh, what, at Texas Hold'em Poker mm, uh, earlier this years. year. Because uh, the YouTube algorithm put some on my timeline and I never have given a shit about it. I didn't even really understand how to play it. And then, like, Watching him all of a sudden, like everything clicked, and I was like, "Oh, that's what you do! I could do that." So then I downloaded like mm-hmm. two or three uh, poker apps on my phone, and I was playing like a lot online for a while against people. Dude, you can blow fairly hours. Well. Yeah, blow hours playing that. But as we talked about earlier this year, and on the trip to Vegas, like as soon as I start losing money, I'm out. Peace. No longer care. <laughs> That's the smart move. That's how you're not yep. a gambling addict. Because then you're not yep. like, oh no, I need to recoup. I got to put everything on this surefire, yep. and then it just keeps I'm addicted. spiraling. I'm addicted to being good at things. You know. Sure. Well, I kind of am, but I also have that other ADHD quality where, like, generally, if I'm not immediately good at something, I don't. I give up, and that's why, mm-hmm. like. Back in the day, and people of our ilk are known for, like, getting super into a hobby and then not even touching it, like, a year later. And that's why, like, 
over time I've mentioned a couple times like I've I've learned to not dive feet first into things like uh you know recently I've gotten into golf if I was like 21 and got into golf like the way mm. that I am now I would have blown like everything on new gear new equipment all that shit and yep. it's like no you got to you got to you got to test the waters man you mm-hmm. got to you got to ease into it cuz yeah you could give up <clears throat> and then you're sitting on a fucking $900 snowboard that you've used 3 times hey like my paddleboard <laughs> that I haven't used in 2 years <laughs> oh impulse control Sean we have poor <laughs> yes this is it. very true very true uh, you Dude, know what we sp- should do what so we should get a replacement. Hey, I was going to say, speaking about gambling on football. <laughs> oh, we were both ready to segue. Yes. The, that's us on a scooter. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was picturing in my head. Yeah, that's the segue yeah. into our movie for the week. I didn't realize this was going to be a triple relevant movie. Until I started watching it, even though I knew the com- I knew what this movie was about, but this had Keanu Reeves. It had football, yes. which yes. it's football season, but then it also had striking workers and scabs. Yeah, there's a whole lot of that going on. Whole lot of that going on in this world, man. One of them super relevant to the movie because it was fucking actors and writers that were striking. Hmm. This was um, actually based loosely on. The uh, it was a player strike in the mm-hmm. 80s, uh, and the the Washington Redskins had replacements go on, win three, three games, and then go on to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, th- they didn't win the Super Bowl. The teams came back, but then the team yes. took over from the playoff and yes. won the Super Bowl. Yes, and, uh, the team guess... went on to win the Super Bowl. Yes, yes, correct. yes. Without the replacements, who correct they largely tried to like sweep under the rug, and uh, like those dudes did not get Super Bowl rings. The replacement players, even what? though yeah, they didn't get no, them. That's trash. Until 2018, when they finally rectified it. When you know how many of those fucking guys had died because uh, football players don't have the best health, John. If you're not aware. Especially, dude, watching this movie and seeing some of those hits, some of the football hits that, like, listeners, if you're young and you're only really used to watching football in the last couple years, it is super jarring to go back and watch something that was filmed in 2000 that had a lot of pretty viable hits that could happen in the NFL that were legal. Hard hits, dog. And, like, now... Those people are getting ejected, heavy fines. Like, dude, there's okay. There's a couple of plays where somebody stomped on somebody with, with their cleats. That that ain't flying. But there was a hit where it was helmet to helmet, but underneath the helmet and jacked, jacked the dude's head up. Mayors, yeah. I think the the deaf guy who's actually the gay guy from Out Cold. Roy from the office. Relevant to the opening discussion. Oh, yeah, we made it back. <laughs> uh, yeah, all those hard hits. And this, again, it was fucking crazy, uh, some of these. And you just don't see shit like that nowadays. No. To this level. And, um, and it's good. 
Like, we, you don't need that. <laughs> yeah. And it's, some of it, sure, is like Hollywood it up. Uh, mm-hmm. But there was an era where, like, dudes did fucking hit this hard. And, again, I mean, I made a tasteless dark joke, but a lot of those dudes are not still around anymore because of shit yeah. like that. Like, You have normal stuff. People dying because of, you know, injuries sustained. You've got the junior Seau's of the world who are blasting themselves with shotguns cause from CTE. Like, you've... Yeah. Man, football really <laughs> fucked up a lot of people. And I love how... <laughs> and still uh, is. At the start of this, Gene Hackman and the grandpa from Problem Child are like, oh, these Oh, my plant- God, that's where I remember him from. Yeah, he's the grandpa from Problem Child. Oh, my God. But uh, they're both just like, oh, Jack these Warren. players today, they're just pussies. <laughs> you see like- that slide? And it's like, that's a, a play you see every other play. Like, I'm going to cra- watch the game tonight, and yes. I'm going to see every other player do that. It's funny, because, like, literally, the... Colts quarterback right now is in concussion protocol because he didn't slide. And like all I heard, all the commentary, people were like, that's so stupid. Why wouldn't you slide? You got to slide. You don't want to take that hit. And I'm just like, just 20 years ago, they're like, look at that pussy football bullshit. <laughs> right? This is a man sport. You take that hit like a man. <laughs> Fuck it, oh, man. man. What? How far we've come, bro. This is a such a time. weird time capsule, dude. It is. It is. Uh, but also a really fun time capsule. Kyle, I never saw this movie. Yeah. Ne- like, it's... I've never even seen a commercial for it. I've never... Any of that. I've seen, like, the freeze frames of Keanu and the cheerleader. Yeah. You know? The and end of the movie. Beer. And I've seen Gene Hackman in the hat. And maybe that actually might even be from a different movie. I don't know. I haven't watched a lot of football movies. But I think if that is what I've seen and it was from this movie, those are the only two pieces of this movie. I had no idea the amount of people that were in this. That are like in John this movie. Favreau yeah, Favreau was awesome in this movie with his permanently broken nose. John Favreau is fucking great. Ugh. Dude. Yeah, Faison Love. Yeah, who is awesome. Hilarious, as always. Ace uh, Mine. I, I've never heard of him before, but he was great in this movie. Orlando Jones of was kick-ass in this movie. So funny. Um, David Denman, like we mentioned earlier, that was a really nice part of this movie. And Art LaFleur... Uh, what is it, Riss Ifens? I, yep. I've never heard Reese of that guy Ifans. before, but I've he's been in tons of shit that like when you see him in other things, you'll be like, Oh, it's that guy. And also little known uh guy by the name of uh John Madden was in this. Right. Cat John Summerall. Madden is just being John Madden all over the place. I'm pretty sure Reese is in he might not be. I think I'm crazy actually. I like how John Madden has the bit where he's drawing on the teleprompter and it's like squeak, 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 squeak all over the place. <laughs> and he's just scribbling everywhere. And the the, and the other commentator is uh, very confused. Pat Summerall, yeah. Like I was convinced that John Madden was going to draw a penis on the screen. And I was like, man, this is not that type of movie. Right. But I also I would have chuckled a little bit. I did think but. that too, though. It's also this had a... Uh, Gaylard Sartan, who is uh, that dude, is in all the Ernest movies. That's what I know him from. 
I'm pulling that up. Oh, yeah, him. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, also, Brett Cullen is in this. Um, I He was, to me, one of those, oh, that guy. And I think yeah. I know him from, like, The Dark Knight, uh, mostly, or The Dark Knight Rises. But there's yeah. got to be other things that I know him from. Because every time he was on the screen, it's like, where the fuck do I know him from? I don't know how much of the uh, the trivia you read, but uh, fun fact there, Michael Jace who plays the, yep. the convict character in the yep. movie, who whose character was in prison for suspected murdering his wife. Uh, Michael Jace is actually right now in prison for 40 years because he killed his wife. No way! Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? I thought he was in prison in the movie for beating up a cop. But also, this is hilarious. That's what, They hilarious. said it was That's tied horrible. into it somehow. Huh. But yeah, I thought that was... Again, more a little dark humor. But again, it's, I I laughed at uh, watching this. I was comparing it to uh, Amsterdam, which we had last week, which is another one that's just filled with literally everybody. Mm-hmm. And uh, they just kept coming up in this one too. Not not as well known because uh, we don't know their names. Uh, we just say Roy from the Office or Gay Guy from Out Cold, who is the same guy. <laughs> yeah, same guy. But these are this was a who's who of. Oh, that guy. Uh-huh. Like, this said everybody. Except for uh, Brooke Langton. I'm really not familiar with most of her work outside of this movie. Same. I wish I was more familiar with her because if I had seen this in the in 2000, uh-huh. man, uh-huh. I would have had a crush on her. Her, uh, her whole bit is funny to me uh, because... In the movie? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because as far as... Cheerleaders don't have unions. <laughs> There's no cheerleader union. Why did the cheerleaders also quit when the football players did? I have no idea. That was hilarious to me that they had to have backup cheerleaders as well. Uh, I'd like to see that story. The, the cheerleader union. <laughs> like, I'm not upset that that's a thing that happened because the yeah. only thing I even messaged you about this movie was I was dying at the at the cheerleader uh, tryouts that she was holding. Oh my God, dude, I was laughing so fucking hard at everybody's stupid cheers, how terrible they were at dancing. The Uh fact that he was like, she was like, oh my God, you were in Cats. I love, no, no, we were, we're we're at Pussycats. Over by the airport? Yeah, yeah. Another part I loved about the cheerleaders is that, like, literally all of their scenes were filmed against, like, the same wall of the stadium. And you can see through the movie, like, there's it gets less and less grass there and it gets muddier because they just keep standing and, like, dancing and moving in that spot that they eventually just kill all of the grass in that area. And literally at the end of the movie, like, you can even see all the girls' shoes are, like, slightly muddy because it's just straight mud. That's all that's left. Oh my god, that's so funny! Ah, uh, I di- I didn't pay attention to that at all. <sighs> things you notice on your multiple rewatches, but man, uh, we kind of just bullshitted all around this movie. Sean, why don't you break this down? What the hell is happening in the replacements? Man, this this movie is about uh, basically this football team. It is it is just one football team whose entire like. The player base goes on strike. 
uh, for some reason. It's like within six minutes of this movie, it's we're already past that part. Like that is so swept under the rug, like n- a non-issue. They're like, hey, players on strike, blah, 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 blah. Gene Hackman, here's, here's the range to the kingdom. So you got grandpa from Problem Child talking to Gene Hackman being like, hey, you're a coach. I'm going to bring you on. Get together a team that's, you know, that's try to get to the playoffs. So Gene Hackman's like, yo, bro, here's the diggity. Let me get whoever I want and you won't fuck with it. And we'll go and we'll be square. Right. All right, dog. Yeah. He goes. Yeah. Cool. So <laughs> he lines up. It does this quick cut of like the who's who of who's going to be on the team. You got Reese, who's like this Welsh dude who's always getting a fight. He's a badass, but he's going to be the the kicker. Right. He got, he's he's uh, plays soccer. Yeah, plays soccer, so he's got a foot. You got Faison Love and you got Ace Yanamine going to be the big old the walls for the quarterback, right? Then you got Orlando Jones, super fast, can't catch shit. That's yeah. fine. That's got to be on what's his name. Who the fuck played that coach? He was another one of those, like, I know that guy. Yep. Who are you? It was. Uh... Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, uh, Art Lafleur. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I already mentioned him. But uh, cool. yeah, so uh, Orlando Jones, he's now working as like at a convenience store, and uh, his as boss, a security guy. Yeah, kinda. He was also just kind of he had like an apron on. I think he just like his boss uses him when people steal to chase people because he's super fast. I love it when he's like running next to the guy and he's like, "Ha Yeah, and he like <laughs> he makes that face. Uh, Faison Love and his dude, they were, like, working as security guards. I love that, like, Gene Hackman has got, like, this Avengers-esque crew of, like, people that aren't football players anymore. But they have the skill set. They they had some sort of skill set that made them unique to because he also hires a sumo wrestler to join the team who has never played football. But because he's, like, a sumo guy and he pushes people around, Gene Hackman's like, yeah, he's big. He pushes people around. He's going to be perfect. And it's like, yeah, sure. Why the fuck not? Gene Hackman. Exactly. You got this hodgepodge of Avengers football team that's headed up by Shane Falco. Keanu Reeves, Mr. who Keanu actually Reeves did himself. play football. He was a star quarterback uh, for Ohio State, and he got absolutely demolished in one of the bowl, the Sugar Bowl. Absolutely demolished, embarrassed, and now he lives on a boat in Washington, D.C. Uh, this is a fake team in Washington, D.C. Yeah. Um, so they get together. It's a bunch of guys. They know nothing about each other. They all kind of hate each other. They can't really mesh very well. They lose their first game pretty handily, which leads to a bar scene where uh, the players who are on strike, uh, and that's led by Brett Cullen, Eddie Martell. That's the quarterback there. They've already been flipping over uh, Keanu Reeves' truck every time they get a chance. But there is a huge brawl between them and the replacements in a bar, which lands all of the replacements in a holding cell overnight, where they bond (laughs) over the art of song and dance, as you will, in prison. Aretha Franklin girl. I will survive. That that whole song, and they do the electric slide. (laughs) <laughs> in the prison yeah. with a deaf guy. <laughs> yeah. 
I love the it amount too. of song and dance the deaf guy does is hilarious. Well, and I love it, it too. Like at the end when like Gene Hackman shows up to like bail them all out, like the deaf guy isn't paying attention and he's still over there dancing and somebody's got to like tap him <laughs> and he's like, oh, oh, I love that part. I love, I really loved his character in that there was a part where one of the coaches said if he wasn't deaf, he would have been all American. Uh-huh. You know, he would have made it so much farther, but because he's deaf, you need to really, you need to know sign language and be able to communicate. But when they can communicate, he's amazing. He's so fucking good. But uh, yeah, that little prison dance scene is what really brings them together. They begin to flourish as a team. They're not great. They're still replacements. They're not football players. And I think that's the charm of the movie. They're not great, but they still, through heart, luck and just pure happenstance they win some games or blow it they don't win them all they they lose the first one they had to win three out of the four so they lost the first one and then well they lost two i think they They lost two because kiana blew it and that's when he got replaced by martel again he blew it in the last play but they still won that one Oh, they, they still won that. Oh, they won that. They, the they that won mattered. the third game, but he did fuck up. But he, it was the team that saved him, and I think Matt John Madden even saved that. He's like, boy, Falco really crapped it up. He got by on the back of oh. his team today, or some shit. It's like they mentioned it sort of in passing, but that's one of the the main things is that they had to win three of the games, so they lose the first okay. one, of course, and that puts mm-hmm. all this pressure on the next three that they got to win. But yeah, then Martel comes back, and they bench Keanu I- for the first half. I appreciate that in this movie, it's not one of those, like, they come on and it's this this miracle team that came together. No, like, they're barely winning this shit, you know, if they do. And it's just, it's so sloppy. And like you just said, by the last game, by the fourth game, Martel is, you know, he's crossed back over the picket line. And Grandpa there is like, listen, Gene Hackman, listen, sir. You're putting him on the team. And Jen Hackman's like, listen, boss man, you said you wouldn't interfere. And Grandpa's like, listen, hacker son, you're putting him on. So anyways, <laughs> Gene Hackman goes up to Falco's like, bro, you can't do this. And Falco's got a, a, a little blossoming thing with the cheerleader that doesn't honestly really matter at all outside of like the scene at the end. Uh, so he gets sat or sent home, Martel comes on, dude's a douche nugget. Has This is a, a team bonded on camaraderie and ma- working together to make shit happen. He's Bossy McGee being like, yo, what are you doing? Slapping around a deaf dude and yelling at him. Like, dude, you're a cunt. Like, seriously? What the fuck? He'd already fucked with the deaf dude earlier, too. That's what started the bar fight, because he was making fun yeah. of him. And yeah. And anyways... I appreciated that the team let uh, let him get smoked a couple times there. It's kind of nice, kind of nice. And then by halftime, Keanu's like watching on his boat. <laughs> and uh, Gene Hackman's like, we need a lot of heart. A lot of heart. Oh, yeah, that's what he heart. says going off heart. the field. Yeah, that's what need he, some heart. He tells Keanu that uh, the one thing he has that Martell will never have is heart. You got yeah. a buttload of heart, kid. <laughs> what, what do you guys need going in a second? A buttload of heart. What took you so long? <laughs> Traffic was bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, uh, so Keanu. obviously Kiana comes in. They 
kind of embarrassed uh, Dallas a little bit in the second half with some great plays. Like, dude, I had goosebumps at the end of this movie. I really loved how they rallied. They did such a good job of building the drama and the roller coaster of the tick, 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 tick. You know, I'm a little surprised that it was like only 16 to nothing going into the half because for that full 10 minutes of watching them get their shit kicked, I thought it was going to be like 42 to nothing. Like, I thought it was going to be a Dolphins Denver Broncos situation. <laughs> and it wasn't. It was, uh, but, anyways, you get the happy ending. Of and course. that's pretty much the movie. Of course. He, he comes back, he gets the girl, which was funny because, like, literally, literally the night before, he just, like, straight stood her up because he was all sad and butthurt because he got replaced on the team. When mm-hmm. it's like, that's the name of the movie, Keanu. It's the replacements. Of course you were going to get replaced, bro. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like uh, Madden talks about how, like, on the last game, when Shane Falco comes back, like, the first thing that they do is they, like, immediately beat the shit out of the Dallas team on, like, the first play. And <laughs> John Madden's like, these guys are playing like they got nothing left to lose. And they don't because they're out of a job tomorrow. <laughs> So they just go out there and they beat the shit out of them. And then that like makes the Dallas team all timid and tepid and they don't go hard on them. Yeah. It's good shit. I was thinking a lot through this movie that I was glad that it didn't have any of those sappy, dappy, sad bullshit moments through this movie up until like the very end when, when they are all out of a job and he, and Hackman's like, you know, some people want second chances. And for just a couple of games, these guys had them. And it changed their lives. <laughs> right. And that's what he goes out on. And that's it. It's yeah. like, okay, well, they're no longer playing pro football. No. Like, that was it. It was like a very somber ending when you thought about it. But I appreciated that the rest of the movie wouldn't wasn't some, like, feel bad yeah. situation where they've got to lift up. Instead, it was just a movie about perseverance, and it's fucking awesome. I wish that they would have done, like, the the stereotypical freeze frame where, like, they showed everybody celebrating, and then they, like, they stop on, like, one character, and they're like, blah, 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 went back to his job as a police officer, but he got out of metal for tackling 400 criminals that next year, and then, like... Stand by me it. <laughs> yeah, and then it goes to, like, the next person, and then it's, like, Orlando Jones, and it's like, Orlando Jones got upgraded to blah, 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 you know, just... Uh, that would have been great. Jones was chasing a criminal and got hit by a, a dump truck and died tragically. Nobody liked But for it. that one, two, three, four <laughs> weeks. He was a king. <laughs> he uh, was a star. Another funny part, like, I, number one, I found it hilarious that this movie was about scabs and going against the union. And it, we were watching it in the middle of, like, a whole big debacle about scabs and Rider going strikes. against the union. And... uh Another part that I loved is that, for some reason, it was trying to make us be sympathetic with the billionaire team owners against the players that just wanted a fair shake of the fucking equity that they have. And the entire time, they're all like, oh, these fucking crybaby pussies are just playing a game and they want more money? Like, (laughs) You know what? You know what? I would have felt better Uh, for them. I would have felt... More sorry for those players if they weren't a bunch of walking cockheads. Ah, uh, what a bunch of knobs, the knobskies. 
I still, I was totally, I was totally on the the side of the players. I was like, "Fuck yeah, man, get yours, Kings! Look at the CTE they're giving you guys. Yeah, they're, they're fucking you over. Get it, get that bag. Fuck these mm. guys. They're gonna get a new oh, stadium funded bag. by me anyway, i.e. the taxpayer politics. <laughs> mm. But uh, yeah, Shane Falco dude. saves the day. He gets the girl, uh, and you know I. No disagreement there, man. She is a very uh, nice cutie pie in the flick. Fox. Yeah. Uh, Absolute fox. I really like the, the short hairstyles working too. And again, yes. I just found it funny. Like, she's a replacement head cheerleader, and that is just never really addressed. It's just kind of understood, I guess. Because she like also she's a- she runs a bar. Yeah, because she only makes 50 bucks a week yeah. on the team. You know, that's the thing. But she's a head cheerleader. Okay, she's a head cheerleader. And uh, what was I going to say? And, and, like, she has, like, no direction for the team. She no. has an idea of a direction during tryouts. But then, like, as the movie progresses, it's the stripper's idea for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Like, the way that they dance to distract the other team, which I thought was hilarious, if not a little slapsticky, sure. which also like John Madden drawing a penis on the screen would have felt a little out of place. It felt a little out of place in this movie. It almost went a little hot shots esque. Very much so. Especially because like from my recollection, that was on the last game. Right. And those guys are supposed to be the professional team. Cause like, the other teams had already crossed the picket line. That was another story. Like, Washington's guys were the last ones, even though the quarterback did for some reason. But, like, in that last game, they were playing against an actual football team, and that's why they were getting their shit kicked in so hard. Yeah. And uh, to just... That those guys would be easily distracted by girls on the sideline, just... Uh, it was silly. But it's a Yeah, it was movie. a little weird. <laughs> I, I also don't, like... I don't know. I don't subscribe to the like I don't get the whole cheerleader thing. Like remember yeah. growing up and everybody's like, oh, the cheerleaders, Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. I don't get it. I don't know. I'm not, I'm Whatever. Not. Different strokes, different folks. Not for me, folks. Yes, I I hundred percent agree with you. I'm fully on board. I don't. I never got super all of the appeal. It just seemed. I mean, I liked pretty girls, but you could see pretty girls everywhere. Cheerleaders weren't. A little superfluous, you know? If anything, I imagine the crowd is a little bit better for cheering and getting you hype than 14 cheerleaders that you can't even hear. Yeah, and especially like... The cheerleaders start to get the crowd going. At the professional level, like the NFL, dude, you don't need... Cheerleaders ain't doing shit there. You've got dudes on sound systems that are like, it's third down! What what is a fucking yeah. group of cheerleaders gonna do on that shit? Yeah, Shane Falco drops back and he throws the ball and it hits the guy in the face. <sighs> and Fumiko catches the ball and he drives it in. Big <laughs> old sumo spike. I did like uh, John Madden's commentary. Celebration. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> fat, fat guy spike. Fat guy. Fat guy dance. <laughs> Blah, blah, blah. I, I could just, we should have had the whole episode as Madden. Dude, I would have died. I wouldn't uh, be able to talk tomorrow. My uh, throat already hurts doing that one little thing. I remember that was one of the things when I did the uh, the Macho Man costume that year at the expo. Like, I could not talk the next day. 
Oh, dude, he, it's so gravelly. I don't know yeah. how you did it. It was great. My throat hurt. It was gone. I had no voice. Oh, man. Uh, nope. what a, uh, it's a comedy movie, so of course, like, oh, I remember one. This was one of the most ridiculous things in the entire fucking movie. I laughed so hard at it. Uh, What's that? You remember, like, the first game when they're getting ready to run out of the tunnel? And, oh, uh, my God. And Favre? Trips over the cable and, like, hits yeah. the... All right. Did you ever logically think about what happened right there? No. All right. So there's a cable there, right? Yeah. In the middle of the field. is being pulled taut by the striking players who are all the way in the parking lot outside <laughs> of the field. Okay. That's a little ridiculous. <laughs> Like, even when they're, like, sitting there pulling it that way, when they're sitting there pulling the cable, like, he's clearly standing next to his Jeep. And that thing's in the tunnel. Like, Mm. who, what cable? Ah, I laughed so hard at it. It was the most, (laughs) the absolute most ridiculous thing in the entire movie. More ridiculous than the replacement players winning the games, because we know that happened for real. Yeah. This was, for, man, for as ridiculous as this movie was, it was... It was mostly pretty straight shooting, but funny, but with just like little bits and bobs of slapsticky, stupid shit that just like popped you for no reason. But they were all like really quick mm-hmm. things. It's good. Uh, what I was? Oh, I was gonna. It's do cute. you have a uh, a favorite scene or a favorite joke in the movie? <laughs> no. I I don't I I I don't no I don't I yeah I don't sorry what about you one of the things this is another one of those movies that has like a uh, what I call a brain worm where like something happens in it that I I like and so I just kind of weirdly adopt it and uh, for this one. It was when uh, Reese the kicker shows up and like everybody's questioning him, and he's like, "I'm wiry." Like, <laughs> you know, I don't know why. You said that, he was full of muscle. I'm wiry, and then Gene Hackman just goes, "He's wiry." Uh, I don't know that uh, I've said I'm wiry to like responsive things like so many times, and again, nobody ever gets the reference. Uh, but I love it. I think it. This movie and that guy every time I say it. Uh, and I say it more often than you might think. Even if it's just in my head. I'll mm-hmm. be like, I'm wiry. So, uh, hmm. I don't know. I always like that line. And that that uh, that performance, I like that guy. I love when he's crying at the end of the movie, like, real quick. And then, like, uh, Falco just figures out immediately. He's like, they said they're going to take my bar. And he knows that he's about to, like, throw the kick or else he can't. So, mm-hmm. he just... He's like, he knows that if he takes the kick, he's going to shank it and he's going to feel bad. And if he makes the kick, they're going to take his bar. So he just can't kick at all. So he just picks up the fucking ball and starts running. And like, yeah. it also, it didn't make a lot of sense. Cause like, just like literally three games ago, Gene Hackman was so pissed because Keanu Reeves like did something outside yeah, of his script. script. And now yeah. like the next time he's like, Oh, someday, kid, you'll have to tell me why you did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So, again, there's a lot of suspension of disbelief in this, but come on. It's a fucking comedy movie about football. Yeah. It's a feel-goody, and I felt good after it was done. Yeah. So, it was a success in my eyes. It's about determination, even if you're the underdog, not giving a fuck. Even if people think they're better than you, they're not. Fuck them. I love it. Yeah. That's a story I can get behind, baby. Um. You want to give it some ratings? Yeah, Kyle. Yeah, buddy. Okay. Uh, you're going to be my quarterback today. Sure okay? thing, bro. Uh, you're always my quarterback. Oh, you know, thanks, you're, baby boy. You are the quarterback of the show, bad boy. Uh, I don't know what I just said. I said I went to say bad boy and also baby at the same time, so it was bad boy. Bad boy. Uh, <laughs> so you're not very good. Yeah, obviously. Okay. I hate to break it to you, but you're not very good. You've been sacked three times. Mm-hmm. Okay? It is... Yeah, you have been sacked three times for some indeterminate amount of yards. Okay. And in some weird universe, as a referee, we're going to let you choose what your loss of yardage was. Okay. You started at first and 10, and each time you were sacked, you lost some amount of yards. This is fourth and something on a scale of 10 to 30. What is your score of this movie if it was fourth and whatever your score is? I'm going to give this. Remember, it's 10 and yeah. 30. No, so. I, I got it. It's, it's, for me, I'm going to say this is fourth <clears throat> and 27. Mm. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of rose-colored nostalgia in that score, uh, but I also don't care. Uh, watching this movie uh, for the first time in a very long time, a lot of the more glaring flaws were very glaring to me this time. But I sure. also noticed I didn't give a fuck, man. I was having a fun time watching it. This movie at no point ever takes itself seriously. One of the main characters is one of the fucking main characters from Ernest, for God's sake. Keanu mm-hmm. Reeves is crushing it. You have Keanu Reeves and Gene Hackman actually turning it on. And doing fucking yeah. good work in this shit. Uh, so, yeah, overall, as far as football movies go, this is probably my second or third favorite. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. It's a pretty Heck good yeah, funny dude. one. Uh, Shawnee Boy. Yo. Similarly, I know. You are a somewhat over-the-hill uh, football coach with a pretty sweet stash, which we know you can do. Yes. And yes. A pretty, this is how you know this is actually yeah. truth. And a pretty not-sweet trilby fedora yeah. hat. Uh, looks mm-hmm. kind of douchey on you, but you you still are rocking it I pull to it a off. degree. Um, yeah. You have just led your team to victory. And they... As I do are going to pour a tub of Gatorade over you. Okay? Oh, yes. Now, that tub of Gatorade is, number one, you tell me what color it is. And number two, on a scale of one to f- yeah, fuck, well, 30 uh, ice cubes, 
Uh, how many ice cubes are coming out when they dump that on you? So what color is the Gatorade and how many ice cubes are coming out? I really, I'm not going to lie. I really wish that you just left it. Your rating was what flavor Gatorade. I was. should have. I should have. I still can. Um, we could dump. Fuck the ice cubes. Just go with color. Fuck, fuck the ice cubes. Yeah, go with okay. color. That's Sorry, good. I don't, don't want to no. twist up. Your, Here's the thing. Your this is a football movie. You called an audible and it was the right move. Okay. I, I appreciate that because, man. All right. Dude, you hit me up at like six o'clock this morning. Like, hey, this is what it's on. And you gave me a warning. And the warning was from you. This movie's two hours long. With a caveat, it flies and it flows really well. Again, this is Thursdays. I've got puppy class. Thursdays are very long days for me. And so I got out of work, sat down, went to watch the movie. I was interrupted no less than 15 times by work. Phone calls, blah blah And I'm sitting there. I'm like, fuck, I don't have enough time for this. Sure enough, I was done by about 6 o'clock with this movie, and the movie flew. This movie, you said rose-tinted glasses. Dude, as a first-time watcher, I am in love with this movie. Okay. This movie was so fucking good. Like, it is... I've said out cold multiple times, like an out cold is way more slapsticky, uh-huh. but it feel fills me with the same joy on the inside when I watch the movie. That totally just, get it, yeah, yeah. It's just got that the good vibes, and it's just a team trying to band together to overcome some odds. Um, yeah this this movie absolutely ruled. And I also really just want to do a color of Gatorade or a flavor of Gatorade instead because I talked about being extremes. And I've noticed I'm very much so in extremes when rating movies. And I just want to give this movie a feeling of how I feel. Gotcha, baby. I played a lot of soccer as a kid. My go-to uh, Gatorade was grape. Uh-huh. That was okay. my thing. I loved grape Gatorade. I am now. I like... Uh, the, you know, the glacial cherry. Uh-huh. That's actually the white color. The white. Uh-huh. One. Yes. <laughs> yep. I'm going to give this movie a white glacial cherry Gatorade dump on the teammates. That's what I'm giving it. I really love this movie and I get it. That's extremes. There are other Gatorades. I drink more. I will toss that into my, my rotation. Love this movie. You haven't seen it. If you like football, you like comedies, you want a nice, fun, relatively family-friendly. Yeah, it's PG-13. Uh, it's very safe. Romp, quick romp. Uh-huh. Quick two-hour romp. Watch it. It's worth it. it. It was good. And I thank you for introducing this movie to me. Hell yeah, As man. always. Well, that's awesome. I'm glad that it was such a good one. I've, I've, I've put you through some hell, I know. Uh, I still, I don't know why, I was thinking about Dr. Strangelove the other day, and I was like, man, Sean was miserable for that. I wasn't miserable for that. I was miserable for the next six months. <laughs> man, dude, that movie destroyed me last year. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, uh, I'm glad that you enjoyed The Replacements as much as I did when I first watched it, and I'm glad that I still enjoyed it as much as I did, too. Uh, not all comedies hold up like that, and this one... no. For the most part, does. Like you said, just like uh, Falco in the movie. This movie's got heart, man. Yeah, 
So it's got a lot of heart, dude. It's got this, a lot of heart. Man, this was so much. This was so good. I know that I enjoy this movie more than I would watching, like what the Hoosiers. Oh, like, fuck another yeah. movie. I hate Hoosiers, and I'm like from that. Indiana. Like, I don't. I don't or Rudy like I don't want to watch Rudy. I don't want to watch the Hoosier. Like I want to watch this <laughs> or I, Draft Day. I like Draft Day. That movie's fucking kicks ass. I don't know if I've ever seen Draft Day. You gotta watch Draft All right, Day. Well, that I'm movie writing it fucking down. rocks. We'll watch Draft. I was just gonna. Uh, have you ever heard of uh, Necessary Roughness? Yes, I don't think I've watched it. That's another one we should. It's another just football comedy. That's uh, I really I personally at least. From my nostalgia, I rate it higher than the replacements, but again, that's a short list, anyways. But necessary cool. roughness is I always remember I'm liking that one. So all right, we'll get I'm into some in. more football. Uh probably uh But first we got Brooks Tober coming we got starting Brooks up Tober. next week. We got it all figured out. I still haven't picked my movie, but I've I'm God narrowing damn it down. It. That was gonna be my question. I know, I'm narrowing it down. I just don't know. Oh, I don't know why it's it's taking me so long to. What did Brooks pick? He picked something Can that you spoil you, that. Both of you have actually good picks. Yeah, we should spoil it in case people do want to watch in advance. I'll pull it up right now. Okay. While uh, you pull that up, I'll spoil my movie. Yeah. Go ahead. My movie is going to be the 2022 Hellraiser. Yes. Yep. Which I am super into. Uh, somebody else. I think my buddy at work was going to start watching the Hellraiser series, and I was like, "Cool, watch one and two and stop." I don't even like two, but a lot of people do. But then I was like, "But you should watch the the remake." Yeah, uh, I don't know if you know this, but you know I live in the Berkshires, yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and Hellraiser takes it starts off at a mansion in the Berkshires, mm-hmm. so I'm pretty hyped just for that little geek out bullshit have you seen the remake <laughs> i haven't yet okay okay i i'm very much so looking forward to it hell yeah uh so brooks's choice is uh a movie called blood red sky which oh, i oh yes i am I think also that's about vampires i would imagine so i'm also i'm hyped because this is another one i don't know anything about sick well, have you seen the new hellraiser uh i have seen the new hellraiser okay um, but that's because I am a huge Hellraiser fan. I will gladly watch it again. Uh, and uh, I was just trying to not tepid you, but I fucking loved it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Like I said, it's, it's, I think we talked about it last week. That one and two are the top three Hellraisers. So. Um, but yeah, so I don't know what I'm going to pick. I've got, I've flirted with one for a while, but I don't know if it's easily streamable right now. Let me see if that's going to be a thing and then we'll talk. Okay, yeah. Um, well, at least, uh, and you have an idea for the game? Yeah, I thought that was a pretty sweet idea, especially because we're on this emulation kick. Wink. Wink, yeah. wink. Although I did play the shit out of Splatterhouse <laughs> as a kid. I probably funded my uh, local video rental store just on rentals of that alone. <laughs> I fucking loved that game. So there it is, folks. Splatterhouse. Splatterhouse. The Genesis version. Never beat it. Correct. Yeah, that's the one that I played the most of. Okay. So okay. That was on a lot of systems, but yeah. I think that's the most accessible one. Okay, cool. There's that, and I think the Sega Saturn was like the ultra one. Yeah, or there was, I know they did a Splatterhouse 2 as well. Because those yeah. also well, are we can save that. Yeah. We will. For that episode. Uh, yeah, let's get the hell out of here. Show them what can the audience do. 
you can go sack yourself. Our complete hypothetical. Uh, yeah. Would you rather get with the pixie cut head cheerleader or the Madonna haircut slutty one? Oh, pixie head one. Uh, yeah, me too. Yeah, it's not even it's not even competition. <laughs> Jesus. All right, bud. Love Bye, buddy. You.